blind there's no one like you there's none like you into the darkness you shine out of the ashes we rise there's no
invite you to think with us for a few minutes from the subject, The Friendship of the King. The Friendship of the King. We have moved into the month of November. And typically, when we do that, we start thinking about Thanksgiving season. And when I think about Thanksgiving, several things come to mind. I'm thankful for the blessing of my family, my wife and my children, my siblings and their children, and the delight that each of them brings to me. I'm thankful for the blessing of friends and loved ones, for those who stood by me when it was neither popular nor convenient to do so. I'm thankful for the opportunity to serve this church and to play a small part in continuing its legacy of holistic ministry to the whole person, body, mind, and spirit, particularly at a time such as this. I'm thankful for the blessings of health and strength, for the activity of my limbs, and for the sanity of my mind. Somebody is saying, well, maybe not that. And, and the ability to aspire toward those things that God has placed upon my heart to do and to achieve. But more than anything else, I'm thankful for the friendship I have with Jesus. That friendship makes all the other things relevant, meaningful, and purposeful. That friendship gives perspective to my life. My friendship with Jesus is perpetual. He's promised that he will never leave me nor forsake me. My friendship with Jesus is provisional. In him, all my needs are met. He has told me that I don't have to worry about what I shall eat or drink or wear, for the divine parent knows what I need even before I ask. My friendship with Jesus is loving, for I heard him say, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. My friendship with Jesus is sacrificial, for I also heard him say, greater love has no one than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. I'm thankful for family and I'm thankful for friends. I'm thankful for personal blessing. I'm thankful for opportunities of service. But more than anything, I'm thankful for the friendship of Jesus. His friendship does things for me and promises things to me that I can't find anywhere else. Our text, comes to us not from the New Testament, but from the ancient Hebrew book of 2 Samuel. In this text, we see an ancient Hebrew model of the New Testament friendship of Jesus. The central figures are King David, 
and a young crippled man named Mephibosheth. In reality, David and Mephibosheth were not friends. Prior to this encounter, they had not met each other. But David showed great kindness toward Mephibosheth because of David's friendship with Mephibosheth's father, Jonathan. David and Jonathan enjoyed a close kinship that survived some tough circumstances. Jonathan was the son of King Saul, a man who hated David intensely a man who had tried on several occasions to kill David. Saul had once loved David like a son, but even though David had done nothing to hurt Saul, jealousy and personal ambition had turned Saul's love for David to hate. My brothers and sisters, just let me say in passing that we have to be on guard against the dangers of jealousy and personal ambition. Jealousy stems from feelings of over-possessiveness and holding too high an opinion of one's self. The jealous person feels like no one else can do or has the right to do what they can do. Jealousy reveals a flaw in our spiritual character. Jealous people see their lives as being in their hands. They see their success or failure as ultimately being up to them. But when we have the right outlook on life, then we know that we don't have to be jealous of anyone because God is in charge. And if God is in charge, then no one can take from us what God has given to us. But when we take our minds off of that and worry about what someone else has, we're leaving God completely out of the situation. And whenever you leave God out, you're headed for trouble. Out of jealousy for David, Saul grew to hate him intensely. But Saul's son, Jonathan, had a great love for David. And he and David enjoyed a strong and close friendship. We can admire how Jonathan handled this situation because his friendship often put him between his father and his friend. Yet, while Jonathan was a loyal son to his father, he didn't let loyalty blind him to his father's mistakes. More than once, Jonathan told his father how wrong he was to hate David. Jonathan even met secretly with David to warn him to flee because Saul was trying to kill him. Church, it's a rare person who can be loyal to you even when you're wrong. That's one of the things that I love about Jesus. Jesus is with us when we're right, but he'll stay with us even when we're wrong. Jesus is with us when we're strong, 
but he won't leave us when we get weak. He's with us when we succeed, but he won't leave us when we fail. Jonathan was a good friend to David, and David appreciated the friendship. In spite of his father's unreasonable hatred, Jonathan made a lasting vow of friendship with David. The last time that they were together, they made a vow to each other. The two of us have vowed friendship in God's name. God will be the bond between me and you and between my children and your children forever. Well, as God worked things out, Saul and Jonathan died in battle against the Philistines. And the remainder of the house of Saul was destroyed in battle with David. But there was a pitiful remnant of the house of Saul. Jonathan had a son named Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was in line to inherit his grandfather's throne. But because he was crippled, he could not be king. And so his servants, in an attempt to protect him from David, carried him off to a nondescript place called Lodabar, where he expected to live out the rest of his life in isolation and anonymity. As we consider the relationship between Mephibosheth and David, we ought to see ourselves in relationship with God. When David assumed the throne, he remembered his promise to Jonathan, and he asked the question, is there anyone left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? And the answer came back, there is one left, the son of your friend Jonathan, whose name is Mephibosheth. Now, my friends, there is something to be learned from this text. This is where friendship with the king starts. It can overcome our being scattered. The name Mephibosheth means scattered in shame. And let me ask you today, have you ever felt shameful? Have you ever felt scattered? Have you ever felt unremembered or undeserving? Well, if you've ever felt like that, then you know how upsetting and depressing being scattered can be. But the message from heaven today is that even in our scatteredness, there is hope for us, just as there was hope for Mephibosheth. David was told that Mephibosheth lived in a place called Lodabar, which means no thing. And this tells us Another thing about the king's friendship, it can overcome our being 
discounted. Let me ask you, have you ever felt like where you live is nothing? Not necessarily your physical residence, but your spiritual residence. Have you ever felt like you've made your spiritual residence in a place called nowhere? Have you ever felt like you're going nowhere? Have you ever felt like nowhere is where you are and nowhere is where you're going to remain forever? Well, the message from heaven for us today is that if you feel like you're in a low debar existence, there is hope for us, just as there was hope for Mephibosheth. Low debar also means no word. And let me tell you, where there is no word, there is no life. For scripture tells us that in creation, God spoke all things into being. So have you ever felt like you're not living, but merely existing? Have you ever felt like life is just passing you by and no one cares whether or not you're here? Well, the message from heaven today is that there is hope for us, just as there was hope for Mephibosheth. Not only was Mephibosheth scattered and enduring a no-thing, no-word existence, but the other thing that David was told about Mephibosheth was that he was crippled. He had been able to walk. But somewhere along his life, he was mishandled. He was dropped by people who were supposed to be taking care of him. And that mishandling left him crippled. Our church, the friendship of the king enables us to overcome being mishandled. Have you ever been dropped? by somebody? Have the circumstances of your life left you crippled? Have you ever felt like life has so beaten you up that you can no longer help yourself? Well, I stopped by to tell you that there is hope for you, just like there was hope for Mephibosheth. Despite having a name that brought shame. Despite living in a place called nowhere and no word, despite having been brutalized and left crippled by his life experience, Mephibosheth was about to experience the friendship of the king. The text says that once David knew of Mephibosheth's existence, David went searching for Mephibosheth. He didn't wait for Mephibosheth to come to him, but he went looking for Mephibosheth. Church, the joy of God's friendship is that he not only comes after us, but he changes our destiny.
God will take our scattered places and put us back together again. God will lift us out of nowhere and no word and bring us into somewhere. God will give back to us what Satan has taken away from us. God will cause us to feast at his table and treat us like his child, even though we don't deserve it. Well, as I hurry on to a close, the question ought to be asked in somebody's mind, why would David do all of that for Mephibosheth? Why would he go to all that trouble for someone that he didn't even know? And the answer that comes back is he didn't do it for Mephibosheth. He did it for Jonathan. Mephibosheth was the beneficiary of David's friendship with Jonathan. Our church, you ought to know where I'm going right now. I sometimes wonder why God is so good to me. I don't serve him as I should. I don't deserve all of his good. And yet God is so good to me. And sometimes I ask, why are you so kind and so loving? And the answer that comes back to my spirit is that I didn't do it for you. But I did it for Jesus. Jesus took your sin and paid your debt. Jesus took your problem and put it in my hand. Jesus hung, bled, and died that you might have a right to the tree of life. Jesus was wounded for your transgression and bruised for your iniquity. The chastisement of your peace was placed on him and it's by his stripes that we are healed. Oh church, I don't know about you, but I'm glad I have a friend in Jesus. I'm glad I have a friend who picked me up from where I was and planted my feet on a solid foundation. I'm glad he turned my life around. I'm glad he made a way out of no way. And so I just praise God for the friendship of Jesus. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him. 
come above the heavenly host. Praise Father, praise Son, and praise Holy Ghost. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm grateful for the friendship of the king. It's nice to have human friends. It's nice to have human contact, but these friends are wishy-washy folk. They're with you one minute and they leave you the next. And even the best of them can only go with you so far. When Jesus went into Gethsemane, he left eight at the gate of the cemetery. He brought three in with him a little bit further, but then he even left them and had to go off by himself because he knew that they could only go with him so far. But when he got to his place of prayer, he stretched out on the ground and he talked to his real friend. He talked to the friend who won't leave you nor forsake you. He talked to the friend who was his power source and he cried out, Father! Stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. You can have that same relationship. You can have that same friendship. You can have that same reassurance if you would put.